You're listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show, giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and J-Raff. Oh, and now the Steelers are closing in and look really hot, you know? Indeed they do, Justice. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to the 193rd episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, alongside of me, co-host Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, I'm just bubbling over with excitement this week of the, of the NFL season. Hasn't happened often this year. I mean, let, let me I've been excited, but just not necessarily to talk a lot about football, including teams I care about. Um, and that hasn't been the case the last couple weeks. Yeah. And just to further our point that we've mentioned many times over the nearly five years we've been doing this show now, we literally talk sports all the time. And as you can see, we're getting ready to do the show. And what are we talking about? We're talking about sports and about whether or not someone should or shouldn't have changed a pick in our you know weekly pick that we run. And uh, this week it turns out they should have changed the pick, but, but they, they didn't do it. That would be you. That would be me. But, yeah, I shouldn't say too much because I have no idea how well I'm doing. I don't even remember all the... I'm struggling. I had been doing pretty well the last few weeks. Um, Not not so hot today. So, that's all right, though. I I have, after week two, I've picked against the Eagles every week. I've still been right a lot. You've been subscribing to what I call the the no-lose scenario, right? right? Because you you pick against your team always. Because then if they lose... You win in the pick'em, right. which gives right. you one one step closer to winning the week, and then at the right. end of the right. year, winning it all. But if they win and you lose in the pool, it doesn't matter because your right. team won. Right, right, exactly. Like never pick your team I'm ever. Never, I don't care if they're playing the Cleveland it's the, Browns. It's the best one. It's the best like way to be wrong every week. Yeah, right. I mean, it, you, and when you're right, you're like, well, at least I got it right. Right, at least I got it right. You know, because I knew they were going to lose, and they did. But oh, they lost doesn't matter because or they won. See, that's great. I guess if your team is like really good. You well, okay, you have, yeah, and you yeah. have more difficult time with this. But when right. your team's when your team isn't, even when they're in first right. place, isn't that even <laughs> that just kind of puts the exclamation point on our fandom because it's literally better for us for our morale to cheer against them or not to cheer against them, but to but think to, they're going right. to lose. Right. When our best like point of like our best reasoning for how we should go about our thinking of a week to week schedule is. Well, we've found the best way to hedge our bets. That's that's the highlight that tells you something about about what we're betting, not literally, but what we're what we're uh, putting our emotional stake on. And and really, this is just pro football because we don't do a pick 'em in hockey or baseball right, or right. even college football. I mean, sometimes we'll do the bowl thing. Yeah. Um, but this on a week to week basis, it's NFL or bust. And just the way the Eagles and Dolphins have performed over. Our entire lives, yeah. <laughs> um, we haven't grown accustomed to winning all that often or as much as we'd like. So it's better for us to hedge our bets, as Justin said. But yeah, so welcome to the 193rd show. We'll be talking NFL tonight. I think we're in Week 14 here. Things getting heated Crazy. up in the NFL. Clinching scenarios out there. We still have an undefeated team. Unreal. And a couple of great teams in the AFC. The one suffering some injuries that could make the race to uh, gain the uh, home field advantage interesting. Uh, 
as well uh, as them maintaining their spot in the division with that loss today. And we'll get all to, the, to all of that shortly, but first we do want to let you know that this is an interactive show. There's multiple ways that you can contact us, and Justin has that information for you. Yeah, we'd love to have your take on any of the teams or games uh, that, you've, that you've watched today or are watching uh, today. So uh, you can call the show using the May Sandwich Shop hotline at 530-563-6297. Again, 530-563-6297. You can also email the show anytime using uh, the May Sandwich Shop email inbox at JoeMaysAndJRaff at gmail.com. Again, JoeMaysAndJRaff at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, multiple pages on there. You can go to the actual show page, the Joe Mason JRAF show, or you can go to the place where all of our, the home for all of our radio productions are. That's JMNJR Radio. We also have websites for the show. Uh, JoeMaysAndJRAF.com or JMNJRRadio.com. And that's where you'll find the live audio stream embedded on the homepage of JMNJR.com, or excuse me, JMNJRRadio.com. And also on the uh, individual show page, JoeMaysAndJRAF.com, you can find the archive. Uh, audio and video as well, and links to everything that we do, ways to contact us. So check out the websites uh, whenever you can. All right, so week 14 NFL action. We still have games, I think a handful of games going on right now, or just two just actually. Two. I hate uh, late season. Schedule. Yeah. Look, I get that it's going to be unbalanced, but two? Two is ridiculous. Two games that, not There should enough. be minimum four. Four, it's, yep. Especially when there are no buys. When there's no buys and no Saturday games yet. So That's no buys, no weeks, Saturday yeah. games, and you have two games on Sunday afternoon. Like yeah. I don't, I it was don't a lot it. of action early, but I would, I agree. I like to have four games, right. four or five games in oh, the latest. I'd spot. love to have it split. That's not going to happen. I get that, and geographically, you know, in terms of time zones and things, like I get that some teams make more sense to play late. But there's a lot of teams that would make sense to play. Like, there's nothing wrong with like a four thirty game occasionally on the East Coast. You know, like right. they they do it. Like, why can't that just I don't know. It it just bothers me. So I wish it was more balanced. Um, but the NFL, you know, I'm sure they have their reasoning. So. I'm looking at the scoreboard here from NFL.com, and I find it interesting that the team at NFL.com already gave the win to the Packers and the loss to the Cowboys. As I'm looking at their records, and it reflects uh, 13 games played, which we know in Week 14 that would be at the conclusion of the Week 14 games. Yeah. Because um, the standings for the Raiders and Broncos are 12 total games: five and seven yeah. Raiders, ten and two Broncos. Uh, Denver is on top in that game, 12 to seven. Yeah. But the Cowboys, Packers, they've already given the loss to Dallas and the win to Green Bay. Now that's what it's looking like because Green Bay's up 14 nothing. But it's interesting yeah, that that's mean, literally only Dallas, game. Dallas took the opening drive, went down the field, and threw a pick in the end zone. Got that uh, or, Green Bay defense. It, it got it got tipped by the receiver, I believe, or DB, and then got picked. In if the I want any hope of winning my fantasy game, I need the Monday night game tomorrow night to finish three nothing, and or two nothing. This is a playoff game two. for you. Yes, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I missed out. Um, yeah, I'm the four seed. I'm losing to the five seed. My uncle. Um, I, I believe I had a shot last week. If I would have won, gotten a lot of help. Um, with some tiebreakers and things like that, I could have. Uh, Snuck in it in the last spot. Um, I needed Darren McFadden to get less than seven points last week, and he got nine. Yeah. So well, and he was actually up higher, and then he fumbled a right, couple right. times. And so, like now, I I don't know that I would have gotten in. I still would have needed help on some tiebreakers. I know at least a couple things happened, but I would have needed a lot to happen in order for that to work out. So I wasn't 
too upset about it, but um, at least I wasn't the second worst team, I don't think, this year. No, because you were of, not. Because of the second half run. Like, halfway through the season, I was, like, the worst team. Um, but then... Uh, you know, you were around. either third or fourth. Uh, Top worst. two receivers being Dez and Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, really starting the season off on a, yeah. on a strong note, huh? Yeah, so if I want any hope of winning, I need the Packers to pick uh, the Cowboys a couple times. Returning one would be nice, or a special teams touchdown. Keep but that shut out. <laughs> then I need DeAndre Hopkins to go off against New England tonight. Oh, okay. I need probably about 25 to 30 Oof. points. Because uh, my uncle has Odo Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and Lamar Miller left to go. Oh, so, so you're not real I need, confident in the, well i'm yeah. also losing i'm right. not even no, winning no, i'm you. losing and he has three people uh I, so i packers defense special teams and DeAndre hopkins <laughs> i like uh, <laughs> I, I, despite what the text says i'm not putting my money on slick willie's cowboys I, I like my money i want to keep my money so no way am i betting on them yeah i'm not ever betting for the cowboys <laughs> in any, any capacity in any right? capacity yeah yeah unfortunately i'm also losing in weu league in the playoffs no, so it's it it really better. a great weekend for me really <laughs> um he is done thankfully he's done i was losing by about 30 with one guy left and that man is eddie lacy who i put in last night because they said he was going to be the, the rock carrier and he is he already has yeah. a touchdown the problem is i need about 150 yards and two touchdowns to be anywhere close to moving on in that league yeah so it looks like the fantasy season is going to come to a close for me one week after it ended for you so yeah. um we probably shouldn't have a fantasy show because the expertise has not been there right the last few years Although this really is the first year that we've struggled because as i said to my father a few days ago the last like five years, it's been you, me, or Uncle Rich, the listener from New England, that's always yapping right, at us right. in here. It's been uh, a little bit of dominance. The three of us have been in the yeah. championship like each of the last selective, one of one of the three of us parody. have been <laughs> in the championship each of the last like five years. So, um, you know, we we feel like it's time to let someone else have a chance. We're like the Big Ten East, of- <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, so enough of that stuff. Let's get back to the actual action on the field. We we said a little bit about the two late games. And the Cowboys actually just scored to yeah. cut the uh, Packers' so, advantage it, almost in half. And they should have the had another point. touchdown. You know, so like that game's not over yet, especially the way the Packers. Despite the Packers, what NFL.com wants you to believe, right. that game is not right. over yet. Uh, but there was a game on Thursday night, and it was actually a pretty interesting game, entertaining yeah. game. Uh, came down to a field goal at the end. Uh, that was the winning margin of three belonged to the Cardinals, who moved to. I still went to bed at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> moved to I didn't see any of it so I uh, moved to 11 and 2 with the 23 to 20 victory over the Vikings they're really the, good the Vikings are looking to keep pace in the NFC North depending on what happens with the Packers and the Cowboys game but the Cardinals I mean I don't know what to make of the Vikings they're very inconsistent they're, they have some great I think weeks. they're really good I think they might be the best of the average NFL teams <laughs> like you know they like, deserve to be a wild card but that's about it right right and with the way things are going and the way you know some of the teams in their division you know are playing you know the Bears aren't a, aren't a pushover now you know like well who do they have or the left? Lions though they're right. not a pushover they, they have uh Chicago not Chicago another heartbreaker today um I don't know if it was Robbie Gold on the kick today I I assume it was last week he missed one that should have won it for him this week he missed one that would tied should it. have won it. Well, well yeah, it would have tied it. That, that's tough. I like Robbie Gold. He's won them a lot of games, but it's been a rough couple weeks. 
They've um, got an interesting schedule. And then I got... really am rooting for them hard <laughs> on that Sunday after uh, Christmas. Well, week 15, they have Chicago at home. That That's a big game because it essentially will pretty much kick Chicago out of the playoffs yeah. uh, if they would beat the Bears next week. Then the, the following week, they're playing the Giants and um, – you know they just they need that win just to keep pace because you ex- expect the Packers to continue to plow along right. uh, if they beat the Cowboys today. Uh, and then the last week, you, what I want for, as a fan perspective is I want is these two teams to be tied or the team that's a win back. If right. they win, Guess it'll create chaos. Right. right? It'll just be great. Um, them being tied though to make it an actual like real head to head win and go home type scenario. Right. That's to be the best outcome. Now it's that's unlikely. At Lambeau, it's unlikely that a. Uh, Actually, I don't even know if it can it can happen, but I doubt that that game will be for a buy or anything because I'm assuming Arizona is going to get that buy at 11 and two, and Carolina clinched a buy today, I believe. Um, you know, but that could be for the winner takes the division. You know, winner um, or loser is the wild card, which you know could set up um, an interesting to see who's coming. Uh, you know, to the NFC East team. You know, yeah. the, the w- loser of that last game could travel to the NFC East, um, which could be interesting. I I don't know what to think. I mean, you hate to say, and we talk about this every preseason, where we go with the Packers until someone proves us otherwise, which I kind of think is going to play out over the last couple of weeks here. Yeah, I agree. Um, but part of me is like, well, how do you bet against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? You know, and part of me is like, how do you bet against a team like that has Adrian Peterson when they're going to run the ball, you know, like right. I, I don't know. Like I, I really don't know. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that ends up. Um, but anyway, they, they did give the ball to Adrian Peterson more on Thursday night, which was good. They only gave it to him like eight times last week, I think. Um, but Arizona found a way to score enough. Um, they scored a few early and then, uh, we're able to kind of, um, you know, get things done. But, Teddy Bridgewater um, took us well, got sacked and prevented them from having a chance to kick a field goal because time expired. Um, should have thrown it away. Some all kinds of questions there about the play call, about his decisions. He owned it. He's like, I need to get rid of it. The play was taking too long. So, but he throws it away. They have a chance to tie the game. But Arizona won, um, and they're really good, eleven and two, which is really interesting because. Seattle is coming on strong. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But eleven and two is probably good enough for them to hold on to the division. I you would imagine. think, but they don't have an easy schedule. Now no. they got to come across the country to play in Philadelphia. Who, I mean, admittedly, got has in the been night game too. Crazy inconsistent. You have no right. idea what to expect. But they've been playing better recently. We just saw them win today. Then they get to host the last two weeks, but it's against Green Bay and Seattle, both probably playoff teams. Right. And one of them, depending on how they fare in the previous two, could possibly come down to. Uh, the division right if, if uh they're 11 11 and what would it be 11 and 4 at the time yeah seattle could be i think seattle doesn't have five losses yet do they They have four I, right i thought they do have five. Oh, they do have five yeah so but it would come down to well it would still make it would still make right. a difference if because they need arizona to lose the next two who won the game seattle who won their first game arizona won yeah yeah okay that's huge that's huge because if it yeah, well, obviously that gave Seattle another loss. Well, that, that's interesting. If now Arizona loses, let's just say Arizona loses those two, they're eleven and four. Say Seattle wins their next two, they're ten and five. Seattle wins two teams, eleven and five, split head to head. Now comes the NFC. So I wonder who would win. Right. Yeah, I don't. The, know. I don't know the don't conference. Know. Well, we can count it right here. Arizona 
One conference victory. Two. Two conference. Three. three four. Or now, does it go division first? Do they do divisional tiebreak? No, I think it goes conference. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And and the weird thing is, I don't know. Do they double count your division games? Like so, yes, if it goes divisional record do. and then it goes to conference, do they count your divisional games as well? I do believe well, that they do. Here's the thing, though: if it's divisional first, it won't matter. If it's divisional games first, you you would need to be tied there in order to go to the conference record. You know what I mean? So, um, with all right, two club to break a tie within a division, head to head. Right. So best play in within the division. a division. Right. And then best common games. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So it's not just division, right? Because they also games. played the same AFC conference. Right, right. All right. So then it does go it to would division. Be really tough to kind of. Well, the only two losses now they got a division loss there, yeah, and they lost to Pittsburgh. One. That's not a bad loss because no. it's out of conference, out of right. division. So um, they would end up at four and two in the division because you right. lost to Seattle, lost to uh, St. Louis, Seattle. Lost to St. Louis that first lost week. Lost to St. So Louis the first out. week. Lost to Green Bay. That would hurt in the conference tiebreaker. Lost to Cincinnati. Beat San Francisco. Really lost to Carolina. That's the hurts in the Arizona. conference. Lost to Arizona. I, they haven't so played St. Louis the second time yet, did they? No, they end with St. Louis and then Arizona. I think we would set up though they'd still they'd both be four and two. So yeah, the division yeah. would be so the same. It, would go to it looks to me though opponents. like well, but see then we'd have Arizona losing yeah, common opponents. And right. uh and Seattle see, beat Pittsburgh, Arizona right. lost to Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah. But what yeah. It look it looks to me, without double checking because this could take us a very long time right. to do. Well and looks there, okay, so it's not conference. Do they count your division games then? Like, do I they know. count those? I don't know. Because where you're going by percentage, you're not just going by record. Like, so essentially, know. Arizona needs one win and it's over. Right. right. Arizona wins one game. Right. Well, no, they just have to get to twelve. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. So they get to twelve. Because the worst and they can be is twelve be before honest, the best. They're gonna be a heavy favorite over the Eagles. Like I say, heavy. It's coming. They're coming. I think they're gonna be five and a half points. You know, yeah. like they're they're better than the Eagles. The Eagles are not good. Eagles are better now and than the they Eagles were haven't earlier. played well against the Cardinals either, no. especially under Arians. Bruce Arians takes it to him, which is just kind of like rubbing it in, you know, all the time that he was up for, you know, he the Eagles could have had him if right. they wanted him. Um, the football life story was on him the other day. It was I only saw the very end. It was really good. Um, he's he's a Pennsylvania guy. He coached at Temple. as a lot of football players. He coached at Temple in, in the seventies. Uh, like turned them around. They were awful. Got, I say turned them around, made them respectable. They beat Pitt three of the four years, three of the four or five years that he was there. He ended up getting fired from that, and his wife talks about how it saved his life, and he does too because it was like he didn't delegate anything. He was head of recruiting, head coach, offensive coordinator, like quarterbacks coach, wow. didn't do any, and he had these migraines. He was getting like five migraines a week, like, and he just couldn't take it anymore. He got fired. Literally has not had a migraine since the day he got fired from Temple like, because <laughs> so, he just re. It Temple is just one massive bit. headache. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the team that they play next week. 
which being yeah. your Philadelphia Eagles, who won today. They needed hey, it. If they wanted to keep right. pace or, or gain ground in the thanks, NFC East, thanks, Robbie they Coleman. had to win. So what, what <laughs> happens? The Bills come down to Philadelphia right. with some former Eagles expecting uh, – you know, to right. show why they they should and, have left left him go or traded him, right. and uh, Buffalo's heading back, and now thought, with their AFC wildcard chances dashed. Yeah, and and that's a big, it's a big win for the Eagles. Say what you will, they're six and seven. You know, it's not anything to you know be you know. No one's going to leave this game thinking, oh, they're they're great. If you look at their rankings, like um, offensively, they're they're fifteenth in the pack, fifteenth in points, they're sixteenth in yards. Um, they're 19th in passing yards and they're 12th in rushing yards. Without no, getting nothing out of Demarco Murray. Right, right. And Darren Sproles the last two weeks. Where did I say where did this come from? It's just it's crazy that they can keep doing this, punt returning and rushing just as a weapon overall. But the Eagles were good enough, and the defense played well today. You know, you hold a team to 20 points. I always say if you can get to 21 in the NFL. Um, you you can't give up twenty one basically. If you get hold, don't give up twenty one, and I right. expect to win. And the Eagles got I think what was twenty three today. They won twenty three to twenty. Yeah. And yeah, so the defense did their job. Um, the offense had a key turnover that also took points off the board. Um, so you can be frustrated with how how it kind of plays out, but hey, they're winning their games. And it, as crazy as this is, I know technically they. I, they may not control their own destiny, but if they win their games, if they win their three games, they, they're going to make the playoffs. You know, if they right. win their three games, they'll make the playoffs. Actually, they might control their own destiny because they play the two teams that are actually tied with them. Right. So they, they would, that would mean Washington wouldn't win out, and it would mean the Giants also don't win out. So they would end one game ahead of both those teams. I think they. Well, they also would have the straight up tiebreaker with the Giants, and right. whereas the Redskins would be a little bit. Right, it Dicier little, because it's a would be a right. split head to head. Right. So, but be, if the Eagles were to win out, that means Washington would have an extra loss. So, because they're tied in record. Right Are they now. six and seven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. Yeah. Now, now that being said, Philly's got to play the Cardinals. Right. They play the Cardinals, that. who we just talked about how are so so good. So I'm I think the Eagles lose, and then it comes down to can they take win care in, of your divisional in, game right, business on on the 26th, which is a Saturday game. Yep. Um, so Saturday night. So actually, they play prime time the next two weeks. They play prime time on Sunday, and then they play prime time that Saturday against the Redskins, and then they end against I the guess. Giants. Both of those are at home now. too. And something under Andy Reid, and we saw it a little bit on, in Chip Kelly era. Like the Eagles weren't a good home team. They, I'm not saying they're a good team now, but their record at home has gotten better in terms of like they're they went a long stretch without winning a home game. Um, they they've ended that and now they have a, you know. So being able to play those two games at home, I'm glad we're not traveling to Arizona. I'm glad they're traveling east, and I'm glad we don't play the Redskins down there. Just um, that that's a great divisional game though. Okay, there's that answers my question, or maybe it wasn't announced. Is there a, is there a game? no? Is there a no. Sunday night game the last week of the season where they all one and four o'clock starts? I feel like there is a I know Sunday night. I know there's not. I know a there's no night. no no Thursday, no Saturday, no Monday. But is there a Sunday night? I think there is. There is not one listed, but I guess they that allows them to flex one in anything. tonight. Right? They might right. flex one in, and Which, I think they would have to do it tomorrow. Like they do that a few weeks out. I think. Right. Well, that was my question because if they can wait another week and the Eagles beat the Cardinals, this would also couple with the Giants winning against the Dolphins. 
And then winning next week, whoever the Giants flex play next game week. Into a Sunday do you night flex Giants-Eagles into the Sunday night game, meaning that the Eagles play three straight primetime games? See, I, I would imagine that... We'll see here. If if Arizona loses and Seattle won today, they maybe they flex the Seattle Arizona game in there, you know, like thinking that could be but I I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um actually if they're given the choice to flex Seattle, Arizona or Philly New New York, they're doing Philly well, New York. They also have Vikings Packers. That that could get flexed. There's a couple <laughs> options there. I mean right. the Vikings Packers is huge, Seahawks Cardinals is huge. Eagles Giants could be huge. What if what if the Cowboys come beat the Packers and win next week, and then the last week they could knock the Redskins out of the playoffs? Like yeah. remember we saw the or, Cowboys not make the playoffs in the last week of the season. Do you two put years the in a row? Panthers there, seeing if they're gonna go undefeated against now, the Bucks? Here's the thing. Who may need if they lose before then, which they might because they may not need that game at all, right? Or, or a couple games, then they clinch the division today, and they clinch the first round bye <laughs> with three weeks to go. Yeah. So, a lot of interesting scenarios for Week 17. But back to Week 14. So, yeah. the Eagles got the we'll, win. We'll go through. That's needed. Right. We we mentioned talking. Say what you know about Sam Bradford. Like, and he's not lighting it up. But I think he has 13 over his last, like, six or seven-ish games. I think he has 13 touchdowns, one interception. Hey, now, you take out two of those games. The Dolphins game. He played well in the first half. Got knocked out. Doesn't remember the first half. Didn't play well in the second half. Comes out of that game. Um, you know, that Dolphins game is, is a big one. You know, that's one they should have won. They really had no well, business. How about the Falcons game? Falcons the first won. Redskins right. game. No, absolutely. They they had no business beating Detroit, even though, like, Detroit's not that good. They had no business beating Tampa, Bucks. even though Tampa isn't that good. Like, they got blown out in those games. The Miami one, the Atlanta one. The Redskins, those are the those are the three that if you look back, those are the ones I think that at the end they're most likely to be regretting, I should say. But, hey, they're in it. Um, I know it sounds crazy, and I'm not saying they're Super Bowl contenders, but if they were to win two out of their next three and three out of the last four, and yeah, in last week that would be like four out of their last five. If they win four out of their last five, win the, you get to host a playoff game, I don't think anybody would be thrilled about going there. You know what I mean? No, like, not if they're and, on a roll and, like and does, that. And does this Packers team or this Minnesota team look like, oh, they're world beaters. They're they're going to be you know a 10-point favorite coming into the Eagles because they're terrible? I don't think so, especially the Vikings. I mean, if the Vikings are coming in there, it's not like the Vikings Could you, have – Teddy Bridgewater not, hasn't really been lighting the world on fire they'd lately. Be the, they'd be the four. The, you know, the Eagles would be the four, but wouldn't that make the Seahawks the five? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Seahawks will be no, never mind. Because <laughs> oh, you're gosh. talking about the six seed team. Right, 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 right. The six seed is going right. to go to the three seed, which is going to be the Packers. Right, right, right. So that would be the Packers. So, yeah. Well, wouldn't that be crazy? You could have Packers Vikings two weeks in a row. Yeah, didn't, didn't that, that happen, happen a couple, yeah, years, a couple ago? years ago? Vikings, and Peterson ran all over the Packers the first time, and I think they, and they will, shut him down, shut them down the, the next year. Yep. Well, so the, the one seed is obviously the Panthers. Mm-hmm. In, out of the now NFC in that South. one in that last one sorry I don't think the game mattered to the Packers I think they had the division no, you're locked right. up and it was close like but, it took but the Vikings long... needed the win to get into the playoffs didn't Peterson run for like two hundred and seven yards or something so, like yeah. that yeah um, so you'd have the Panthers at one the Cardinals at two um, this the um, Packers at Packers three. at three the NFC East went over to her saying just for 
you right. know, for argument's sake, the Eagles at four, the Seahawks would be five, and then the sixth seed would probably be the Vikings. Right. Or, um, or Seattle. Come on. I need Seattle to get a couple losses here and end up. Man, they're playing on fire. Else. Like the same like last year. They started out sluggish beginning, middle, and then they turn it on at the end. And uh, watch out. Russell Wilson has just been electric. Him and Doug Baldwin have incredible chemistry. The interesting thing is, now maybe it doesn't matter because of the way they're playing. Thomas Rawls went out injured, as I know, yeah. as a fantasy owner of him. Uh, that that one hurt. Um, so Lynch is out. I don't know if he's expected to come back next week or the week after. Rawls, who knows, with the ankle injury. They're going to have to rely on Russell Wilson. Thankfully for them, he's thrown like 15 touchdowns to one interception in the last three weeks. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. right when people wrote him off. Um, but anyway, it, it's interesting. So who knows? But all I'm saying is if the Eagles get four out of five wins and then make and are able to make the playoffs at eight and eight, I don't think teams would be real excited about coming East. Now they'd be favored. Like the Vikings are a better team. You know, the Packers, if it were to flip are the better team. Seattle is a better team, but you never know. You never know. Like if you have to come in in a one game scenario, you know, especially with the offense. I know the offense hasn't really shown it, but I still, the Eagles' offense can put up numbers. You know, they they can do that. It's just a matter of whether they can put it all together at the right time. And no, you're right. So, and honestly, this will sound terrible, but for no other reason than to keep the other NFC East teams out of it. Like, let, don't let them make the playoffs. <laughs> So well, yeah. we'll see how it plays out. I I think the Eagles lose to Arizona, and then I don't know that they can win both of the last. I think they might win one of the last two, but they haven't shown me anything that really has me super convinced they're not going to go 0-3. They, they could go 3-0, and but I think they're much more – like if I had to rate the possibilities, I'd probably say 1-2, and 0-3, then like two and one and then three and oh like it, it would be my ranking of the likelihood of those scenarios playing out. do you know now obviously you're rooting for the dolphins tomorrow night right. to beat the giants should the dolphins be the dolphins and the giants win move to six and seven that's a three-way tie on top of the nfc east at six and seven do you know who the giants play next week no oh they play carolina <laughs> oh, now um Carolina really only has enough to play for if Arizona would keep winning, you know, because right. once once Carolina gets to fourteen wins, I, I, they might clinch they, number one. It depends on right. all those tiebreakers we talked right. about. Um, if they win against the Giants next week to get to fourteen, you know, they might be right. the home field all the way it through. Gets, it gets crazy too, just because you don't know like. How much does sixteen and zero really mean? Especially this week, where they had some guys start to get nicked up. Right. Um, here's the thing: if you have a chance to get a fully like healthy or as close to healthy as you're going to have in the playoffs, Cam Newton and, and crew. You know, I I understand sixteen zero special, and hey, if you want to go for it, go for it. But you you already have the buy. If you can give them a couple weeks. Now the thing is, you don't want to get rusty. I understand that, but man. They they have a chance like they look really good in in their games like I know people keep writing them off and I understand like they don't it's not the same as like the Patriots team that was undefeated just mowing over everyone it's a different style of of game but they look really good like man I bet they're glad they didn't fire Ron Rivera oh yeah which we talked about give him time, time give him time right. and you know and I'm right now and it's been up and down back and forth but this season I'm eating crow on Cam Newton because he looks 
I mean, people are calling him the MVP, and while he's not having a world-beating quarterback season, his quarterback numbers are good, and, and, but he's leading that team, right. and he's an emotional not, leader, right. and he's doing it on the field when it needs to be done. I mean, what more can you say about him? Right. A team is 13-0, and, and he's a big part of the reason right. why. I, I absolutely agree. Um, and he's he's fun to watch right now. Like, he's fun to watch. Like, you know, just... How hard he throws the football is insane. They were talking like, about that one insane. touchdown and, pass, and it's not. They don't wobble. I mean, no, if he they, throws one that wobbles, bullets. he can throw. He can throw a wobbly football sixty-five yards, which most people can't throw a tight spiral sixty-five yards. And when he throws a rocket, it looks like he's going to throw through some of the guys, like Ted Ginn Jr., who looks like he weighs one hundred and sixty pounds. Like he With looks pads. like he's going to throw it through him, like unreal. Now most of those Ted Ginn Jr. drops, but <laughs> not today though. Yeah. All right. A couple of the games that you're not yeah. going to spend much time on. We talked about the Seattle Seahawks a lot, but they rolling. destroyed the Ravens 35 to 6. Yeah. Ravens are just very, very bad. Yeah, That's a top five pick in, coming in for them. And a game that really means nothing. The Browns beat the except, 49ers 24 to 10. Is this actually worse for the Browns that, yeah, Johnny, that, was Manziel probably pretty, gets, pretty that bad. Johnny Manziel gets wins? It also hurts their draft pick. Yeah. And That's, if he wins a couple games here, how do you say, oh, he's not our yeah, quarterback right. going forward? Yeah, it it's, was it's bad. bad. It's they they should have let the 49ers win. Yeah. I know with everything going on with the Sixers and basketball, you don't want to talk about a team tanking on purpose. But the Browns should not have won that game, and, and, and they did. But, hey, but just real quick, and I had this discussion with a, a couple of Browns fans last week. Last weekend, at least the Sixers are trying to be bad. The Browns are trying to be bad, and they're bad at that. Right. The Sixers are very good at being bad. Yes, they are. Right. So much so that the NBA and the owners have decided <laughs> that they have to bring in other people to help hey, them not be so hey, bad. Then the strategy's working. When you get the NBA to wave the white flag and just be like, all right, we'll give you the number one pick. Like, just use the, you know, rig the lottery like they did for the Knicks and Ewing. Right. And then, and then we'll be able, we'll be, we'll be on our or way. They draft, Simmons, they draft Simmons, you know, at LSU, and everything will be great. And the Sixers starting lineup next year, everybody. It'll be like six nine or taller. All right, we're good. All right, Lions fell to the Rams. That was a uh, one that was maybe a little bit of a shocker. The Rams have been fading. The Lions looking good. Lions only put up fourteen. Todd Gurley was back in in form today. Yeah, one hundred and forty yards. I had a discussion with Adam yesterday at the Santa Breakfast for Relay for Life, and he was talking. What happened to Todd Gurley? Well, he's back here today. Yeah. And a game that meant a lot for the Jets and nothing for the Titans. New York steamrolled Tennessee. I know. In at the Meadowlands, thirty to eight. The Titans' only points came on a halfback pass to Marcus Mariota. So Mariota has now uh, had a touchdown this year, throwing, passing, and receiving. Yeah, Todd Bowles, they hit that little like lull in the middle of the season, but the Jets are, are moving in the right direction again. Um, he, he's he's a good – he was a good hire for them. The interesting thing there is with Fitzpatrick, you know, he's – He's been good enough at a couple places. Like it's right. it's crazy. And, but it's again, it's one of those things they're gonna hitch their wagon to him like Buffalo did. Right. Like See, I find it hard Houston to believe, tried to do. I find it hard to believe that O'Brien couldn't have done more with him. with him. But if he likes Hoyer, I don't think he really likes Hoyer though. But like, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Who knows? But anyway, the, the I, Jets have won three in a right. row for the first time since 2011. Yeah, you, you love saying. That I too, love right? saying that. But of course they're eight and five now. My Dolphins are struggling to get to right. six and seven. With the, they'd have to win tomorrow night to do that. So what, who and I to talk about uh, the Jets right, right now? The and one of the shockers. Now I know even when he was healthy, Andrew Luck wasn't doing anything. He's out. Hasselbeck was in today. But man, oh man! I think the they second were up thirteen half, three. I think they were up thirteen. It was thirteen to three at one time. It was thirteen to nine at half. 
I believe it actually may have been 16 to 9. And then all of a sudden the Jaguars scored 42 unanswered points. The, the Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the Colts 51 to 16 and for the moment put the Texans in first place in that division. Hey. Now the Texans have to play the Patriots tonight, but the AFC South interesting. Um, I'm not sure the Jaguars are actually even out of it yet Here's after the, that win today. No, They're I, five and eight. The no, other two teams are, are possibly six it, and seven. I think it's seven. unlikely, but I don't think they're out of it. Well, um, look at their schedule. They get to host Atlanta, yeah. who's just falling apart. Right. They go to New Orleans, who who knows, although it's tough to play in the they Superdome. Are. And then they have a big game against Houston to end the season. What? Maybe they'll flex that game. Right. <laughs> if nothing else, that's a big game for Houston probably at the end. You know, like that's. That's interesting, and I'm I'm glad for Jacksonville to kind of at least look like they're turning it around in the right direction. I know they have five wins right now, but they're it's better than they've been in a long time, and they they showed some promise from their young players. Allen Robinson, I don't know what his numbers were today, but last week he's he, he's either tied or leads the league in touchdown reception. Last week he had a huge week, and he, he's doing it week after week. It, I'm really happy for him. You and I, I, I can't really speak for you on this, but I. I know we. I think we are similar. We kind of like Bortles in terms of what we thought we he could did. Do. We were just shocked they took him at three. Yes, I and I agree on that. But I kind of like him. I thought he was one of the better quarterbacks in that group, the, and he's looks like super early for a five and eight team. But it looks like they're starting to turn the corner and starting to believe that they're actually going to win games, which is huge. I completely believe one hundred percent that if the owner of the Texans wasn't a South Carolina alum. O'Brien wanted Bortles at one. Oh yeah, yeah, and they now they have Jadavion Clowney, Clowney who can't, who stay, can't healthy. stay healthy. Yeah, and they're still it trying was... to find a quarterback. And look what they're doing with Hoyer, Mallett, Fitzpatrick right. over these last two right. years. What they're doing, you know, got much better. Line. They were one and fifteen the year before. Last year, what yeah. they go six and ten or something like that. Something Five and eleven. Like yeah, you know they they got better. Right. This year struggled at the beginning. Now coming on, but that happens with young teams, and now they're getting in there. And they're six and six. They host the Patriots tonight. That's a big game. New England doesn't want to lose three in a row, right? Uh, so you don't expect the Texans to win, but it's at home. You never know. Beat up offensive line. JJ Watt might beat the crap out. <laughs> Look at the Texans' schedule the last three weeks. Yeah. Though, if they want to win the division, it's right there for them. Yeah, they, they have to go to Indianapolis, go to Tennessee, and they host Jacksonville. They play all three uh, right. AFC South teams the next three weeks after the game against the Patriots tonight. So, if the Texans are going to make some noise um, and get to the playoffs, you'd expect them. They'd have to win those three divisional games and probably finish nine and seven. Um, and it would be a successful second year for Bill O'Brien in Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you look at it, you know, um, I, I find it hard to believe Brian Hoyer is their long-term solution at quarterback. Oh, when when they get someone in there, you know, that that could be a real interesting scenario. I, so. And I just, like, it's setting up perfectly. If Hackenberg declares, he's not no longer viewed as a top-ten pick because of what he's done no. at Penn State offense. people which think he's going to go, like, third or fourth isn't round. Isn't situated now. for his – for yeah. what he does. Right. We saw what he could do with Bill O'Brien in the pro-style type offense. Right. That's not what Donovan ran with Franklin the last two years. It would have been nice to see what he would do with Moorhead, but I don't think he's sticking around. Why should he? It, I'd love to see what he could do. He shouldn't stick around. Even, in my opinion, even if he is going to go, oh, here's the thing. He might be a Saturday pick now. He might be a Saturday pick. That's fourth it, round. I, I just I think he's going to light up the combine because he has the raw right. tools that are going to look great. If he thinks he's going f- first two days of the draft, first three rounds, 
I say go because why learn a new system again? Well, I mean, like, we'll know soon enough because the declaration is literally almost to the day a month from now. Yeah, it's, it's mid January. Like it's like a week. Like it's that, like a yeah. like within a week after the national championship, right? Which is really tough because a lot of those players have to decide really quickly, you know, what they're going to do. Not that they don't haven't thought about it some, but Penn State's bowl game is January second, so yeah. Hackenberg will have about two weeks to make his decision. Talk to Moorhead. Talk to Franklin. Play the bowl game. See how it goes. Hey, if he hey, feels like it. he has unfinished business, do- I'm absolutely open to him coming right, back to Penn right. State. I'm not writing him off. I right. want him in the but, blue and white. Right, exactly. I don't have a problem with him leaving either. I don't. Like, especially I wouldn't fault learning him for a new that system. That'll be his fourth. Right. Yeah. Fourth system. Third. Like, yeah, third. Third. Yeah. But then leading into knowing it's only for a year, going into the pros and right. learning a yeah, fourth. Yeah, you're like, absolutely right about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he goes because I think he's smart enough to know, and whatever agent he hired will be telling him this. He can talk to O'Brien once he declares, you know, I don't think there's any, you know, you can talk uh, at the combine and whatnot. He can figure it out. And I really think after he performs, he's going to be at worst a third round pick and probably a second. And it wouldn't surprise me if a team in in the later first round, I mean, how many times do we see quarterbacks rise as the process goes on? And look at the way they were talking about him after his first season and then entering his second year. He was a top five, top ten, maybe number one overall pick. He wasn't able to do it in the Penn State system these past two seasons. Some fault to his. It's not all the systems or, you know, the coaching's fault, but some of it's on him. But a lot of it was put on the situations he was put in behind a shoddy O-line that couldn't keep him upright and terrible play calling. He's going to put on a show at the Combine in his private workout. I definitely think that he's a top 50 pick. I could easily see him in um, the 20 to 30s uh, in the late first round. And, hey, Who's going to be sitting there in that area? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans are going to be sitting there. Now, here's the thing. Will O'Brien be able to sell the Texans on him, though? Because you just said it. Like, And this is part of why there were rumors before the Texans went on this little tear that there's a rift there. Actually, the rumor of the rift is, is probably accurate. But the degree to which that's going to cause dysfunction on the team is probably where it gets exaggerated. O'Brien has a certain vision for the team, I think, and I'm not sure that's necessarily shared in the front office and the owner. Um, I, I don't know how, how big uh, of a deal that'll be. So we'll have to wait and see, though. But I think if the team sees that, they can get him as a value, not necessarily a top 10 pick. And O'Brien, I, that's an easier sell. It's an easier sell for O'Brien to be like, hey, I want to get this guy with you know the 50th overall pick as opposed to like the 14th pick or you, right. you know something like that, that that's well i mean if they win the so. division they'd be picking i think in the low 20s so you get them at to, me that's, to me that's value to me that's value yeah I, I mean if they win a playoff game now you're picking in the mid-20s i still think that's good because right. i think when he gets in the right system with the right coach the right players around him i think he right. will excel and i think the texans would be a great place for him to go oh my gosh yeah to be back with o'brien and other familiar faces from his first year at penn state yeah. I just, man, I just think that would be perfect for him and the Texans. Right. Um, all right, a couple quick games to run down before we head out here. Chiefs Chargers. If I don't know if you got to watch that one or not, I Justin, heard the end. But holy crap, that was interesting. The Chiefs con- or excuse me, the Chargers converted. I think three fourth downs to to drive down to the field. They got down to the half foot line, and then they got a delay a game penalty that pushed them back to the five and a half with five seconds to play. Then they threw a pass, real fast though, incomplete, two seconds to play. Threw another pass, just 
bounced off of Danny Woodhead's hand. Now he was oh. running like a wheel route mm-hmm. and it was outstretched, right. so it wasn't you know he didn't drop it or anything. But it was crazy. The last two minutes of that oh game gosh. was absolutely insane. It means nothing for the Chargers in the long run, and well, it's probably the better for them won, to lose. But the Chiefs, Chiefs are playing seven in a row. Chiefs have now won seven in a row and are they absolutely were, on they a tear. Won week one, lost the next five, and haven't lost since. Right. Uh, and the Andrew Reed Magic working out there in in Kansas City, yeah. And uh, yeah, they they you know they, they kept it close with Denver in, in week two. Should have won that game. Probably should have won that game. Lost to Green Bay by ten. Yeah. Lost to Cincinnati by fifteen. Lost to Chicago by Chicago. one. That's a heartbreaker. Lost to Minnesota should by six. Minnesota. Then all of a sudden, whoa! They beat Pittsburgh. They killed Detroit. Beat Denver the next time around. Yeah. Killed San Diego. Beat Buffalo. Beat Oakland. Now beat San Diego again. And look, they have Baltimore, Cleveland, and, and Oakland. Oakland. They could Oakland's easily, the best team they play left. They could right. finish eleven and five. Yeah. They could finish eleven and five and, and have one <laughs> and have won ten straight. So you're talking about hot teams. We've ta- mentioned and my dad texted me Seattle and Pittsburgh. Watch them if they can get in. We've talked about Seattle. We're gonna talk about Pittsburgh in a second here. Kansas City. Yeah. They win ten in a row, right. and no one's going to be talking about right. it. at eleven and five. They're and seed, going, though, and going to since or going to Indy or Houston on on the uh, on, in the first week of the playoffs and the first week of the season. They beat Houston in right. Houston, right? So, yeah, man, it's a it's the AFC is stacked. Yeah, so is <laughs> the NFC East. Yeah, <laughs> Patriots, Bengals, Broncos, Chiefs. Um, all probably with 11-plus wins. Right, Chiefs right. can't win more than 11, but right. all the other teams are probably going to be 12 or 13 win teams. So big big game for uh, the Chiefs, a big win for the Chiefs. To Not hold on and get Chargers, Those, those ugly you, games you right. need to win, and they Absolutely. get it. Redskins, Bears, 24-21. You wanted Robbie Gold's magic to tie that game, and the Bears would pull out in overtime, but didn't happen. Redskins got the win, and uh, if the Giants beat the Dolphins tomorrow, mm-hmm. three-way tie the- in the NFC East. Falcons are really bad. Falcons have lost what six opposite in a row? The, opposite of the yeah, Chiefs. essentially opposite. Lost, lost a bunch, <laughs> and I think seven of eight. Yeah. Uh, Falcons started five and zero, oh, and I believe they're now a six and eight. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, or six thanks and seven. Cody Parkey six and for seven. missing that forty-four yard. Field uh, goal. Panthers destroyed them today, thirty-eight to nothing. They clinched the division title. Yeah. And then, what happened to the more, Bucks now? More teams you can't figure out. The Buccaneers lost um, when a game that you think, oh, they should beat the Saints coming in. Nothing, you know. They, I, I don't well, know. after they looked so strong, beaten up on the Eagles, yeah, they then lost to Tampa Bay before eking one out against Atlanta. Now they lose to New Orleans, right. and they got St. Louis, Chicago, and Carolina. The first two, not pushovers, probable but, toss-up games. But then they got to finish with Carolina, who may not be playing for anything. I understand that, but right. Tampa Bay had a chance with. Uh, with Jameis Winston down there in his right, first year right. to make some noise, make the playoffs as a wild card, and now they're just throwing it away with losses yeah. to India and New Orleans. Yeah, and that's just inconsistency, a lot from a young football team. I think that they are getting better. They're a lot better than they were last year, obviously, but yeah, you know there was hope that they'd be a little stronger. So. All right, real quick, quickly to wrap up before we go, Steelers went to Cincinnati with a lot on the line yeah. and uh, beat them up pretty good. The Bengals lost Andy Dalton f- for the game. Tyler and at Eifert least next again. week, Tyler Eifert left with another head injury. And the Bengals only have A.J. McCarron to, to carry them through. I believe they play San Francisco yeah. next week. Not a difficult game, but the Bengals are limping. Right. And, um, and now are in position to not have the bye if New England 
can right, win. Right, if New England and Denver take care of business, now all of a sudden you went from possibly having a home field advantage throughout and, to now being and they have forced to play, to play Denver. The yeah, they play San Francisco, then they're at Denver, and then they have Baltimore coming. So to they have they need to win the game at San Francisco with a backup quarterback, right. and they got to hope Andy Dalton's what, ready to go for that. What Denver benefits game. them is. It benefits Baltimore to lose the last week of the game, right. the last week of the season, and it benefits Cincinnati to win. So, like, so you, you'd uh, expect at worst Cincinnati to be twelve and four. It's going to hinge on uh, Andy Dalton seeing a specialist tomorrow morning about his thumb. That's he not may be good out to sign. the playoffs. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows if there's ligament damage there? That that could be bad news for them. All right, and the Steelers now eight and five. <sighs> Coming on They've strong. gotten through the injuries of their own. Now they're coming on strong. They as, got I, huge, as I started the show with. <laughs> huge, huge game next week. Right. They host the Broncos at Heinz Field. It's a late kickoff, 425. And then they got two pushovers at the end, two teams not playing for anything, which sometimes can be dangerous. Right. And you know the Pittsburgh-Baltimore-Pittsburgh-Cleveland games, you know those are huge right. rivalries. But still, the Steelers should win both of those two. That guarantees them, if they can do it, at least 10 wins. They upset Denver. All of a sudden, they're 11-5. and five. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to, so, to see how this plays out in the AFC. It may turn out that you need essentially eleven wins to make the playoffs in the AFC. How crazy is Kansas that? Kansas City, Pittsburgh, but then you'd also have Denver, New England, and uh, Cincinnati, all yeah. with eleven or more wins. Yeah. So the only team that sneaks in there is the AFC out, AFC South champion, probably with eight or nine. Yeah, it's crazy. Which means that a potential. Team like the Jets could be eleven and five, and not in the playoffs. I believe. Yeah, yeah it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds in both conferences. Uh, different reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, well, yeah, I mean the in, AFC in South the a- is like the NFC East. Right, right, yeah, yeah, pretty much. The also ran, you know, right, and yeah. uh, so we'll have to see how it how it finishes out. So it'll be an exciting three weeks here, end of the year. It leads us right into, um, you know, well, actually, bowl season will have started way before that, but the, the you know the college playoffs leading into that so should be an ex- it's an exciting couple months of football we have left yes definitely all right so um we're gonna wrap up the 193rd episode here uh any shout outs from you things to say uh not off the top of my head no all right i'm gonna say here this coming thursday the new star wars movie comes out yeah. everyone should go and see it justin and i will be there with three of our friends including music producer greg hill um at the 7 p.m showing the earliest showing that you can see it released to the public 7 p.m. at IMAX 3D. We will be there. And um, I definitely, I'm sure, will have to talk about it next week on our Christmas show, which will be uh, next Sunday, probably in the afternoon, December 20th. We'll be doing a Christmas show. It'll be our last show of 2015. We'll take the week off in between Christmas and New Year's and be back in 2016 with all your NFL, last week NFL action and NFL playoff stuff getting ready to go. Uh, So, yeah, go see the new Star Wars movie. And I'm not going to give out any birthday stuff because we're going to be on the day after. So All right. I'll, I'll wait till the next time to, to say those things. Anything else from you? Uh, not from me, no. All right, then thanks for joining us. That wraps up the 193rd episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you tune in every Sunday afternoon for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Don't forget... You can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes store. We'll see you next time, and thanks again for listening.